The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. Opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And good Sunday morning to everyone out there. Thank you so much for making us part of your weekend. The time is 9.05 here at Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And we are joined, as always, by Kelvin, the money guy. I'll give you his information here, askkelvin.ca. That's askkelvin.ca, K-E-L-V-I-N dot C-A. And you can call him anytime, 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. And who's Calvin the Money Guy? If you've never heard the show before, he is one of the top financial advisors in the country, and he's just a generally great guy. And uh, he is uh, our co-host here on Your Life, Your Money. I'm Chris Creston, and once again, thanks for making us part of your weekend. Now, Kelvin, the uh, RRSP deadline is coming up. Uh, really, really fast. It's coming up tomorrow on March 1st, so that's Monday. Mm-hmm. And if you've got uh, an inkling to go out there and get an RRSP or contribute to yours, you know, I guess the, the time is is winding down. Where is you're actually going to be able to do it. The time is either now or yesterday. So mm-hmm. we'll talk about that. And we'll also talk about the alternative to an RRSP and whether or not a TFSA is as effective or more effective or less effective of a, I think I know the answer, of a retirement <laughs> savings plan and a way to retire and actually save your money and actually save taxes in a different way or in a, in a more real way. We'll Talk about all of that as this show rolls on. Again, askkelvin.ca is the website. That's askkelvin.ca, and you can call them anytime, 416-457-7526. Kelvin, I know, I just talked a lot. Now it's, not, now it's time I actually say, how you doing? Yeah, hey, Chris, good morning. How are you? Good morning, good morning. Yeah, you know, it's a bit of a gloomy day but uh we've had a a nice week of weather so it's okay yeah at least it's warm the snow is melting so things are looking good things are looking up yeah yeah that's that's the way i feel at least (laughs) yeah i mean uh spring is in the air we'll i think we'll have another week maybe of cold but other than that we're good tomorrow's the rsp deadline people are you know i was just saying that uh, before the show that what i found with my clients um I'm not really a big proponent of RSPs too much, but what I found this year is a lot more people are making contributions. Part of it is to do with um, a lot of people last year, um, for some reason, people sold their homes, like their, their like a rental or whatever, and they had to deal with the capital gains tax. So I found that was a big, that was a biggie this year for some reason. Um, People have money. Again, another reason is people have money in their bank accounts um, from you know the whole year of not spending on lunch and gas and so on. So they're making that extra contribution. And many people that got the CERB um, might have to pay back some money because it was not taxed. So they're putting a little bit more into the RSP just to cover that just in case. So I find that's what's happening. Now, the deadline is tomorrow, um, but that's okay because people wait People have 14 months to buy their RSPs, but they wait till the last day. So, <laughs> yeah, that, that's always the way it is. I've always found, you know, that I I put in automatic payments for an RSP, mm-hmm. not a lot, every couple of weeks. 
but I, I sort of put it on cruise control there and I forget about and don't it. Don't worry. And then yeah. the deadline comes up and I sort of panic a little bit like, oh, there's a deadline. I, I, maybe there's <laughs> something that I should be doing. Maybe I haven't contributed enough. Maybe I've contributed too much because I've sort of right. put it all on autopilot right. as well. And so for people who are, I know you said you're not a big proponent of RRSPs. And before we get into the alternative and why a TFSA is a better choice, Oh, if you are you know, dead set on getting an RRSP, mm. you've got a day left to do it. What is sort of the calculation that you need to make to make it worth your while? What's the, what is it that people should be investing in it? Well, what you should do is to cut for, if you owe $1,000 in taxes, um, the general rule of thumb is you need to buy about $3,000, $2,700 to $3,000 of RSPs to cover $1,000. So... I'm not saying RSPs is wrong. What I'm saying is you as the individual have to decide, um, you know, based on your income. You know, a lot of factors go into RSPs now that we never had before. Um, so it's not easy anymore to say, okay, I'm just going to buy an RSP for $10,000 and move on. Um, that's how it used to be. But now, you know, since 2009 with the TFSA, there's other things that we need to look at. and. So the uh, buying an RSP and a TFSA is more of an individual thing now. You know, do I have a pension plan at work? Uh, how old am I? That kind of stuff. Um, before you make that contribution. So yeah, uh, sit down with your advisor or give them a call today or tomorrow if you haven't done so yet. And yeah, if you need to buy it, go ahead and get it. Right. As far as the investment that you hold inside. Um, you know, you don't have to make that decision today or, or Monday. You can just put it in a money market, leave the money there, and then sit down with your advisor and figure out what's the best strategy to invest your money. Again, depending on your age, your risk, you know, when you need to take the money out, that kind of stuff. So, yeah, that's, uh, you know, can't believe it's another year that we're, that we've gone through already and all the, anniversaries are coming up of the of the uh the covid right like the first it's day right. of shutdown yeah <laughs> it really it, it feels like it was just yesterday that we were sitting across from each other at the studio yeah. in Forest key yeah. and having the same yeah. conversation about tfsas and rrsps and about the deadline yeah. and now and now we are sitting across staring at each other on uh, <laughs> a, through through FaceTime, talking FaceTime, to each yeah. other through through uh, technology, and it just seems to have been sort of a whirlwind of a, of a year. Yeah. And for a lot of people, a lot of things have changed. For some people, not much has changed mm -hmm. when it comes to their money life, and they're you know making sort of the same sort of decisions. But maybe it's it, I think for most of us, regardless of how much our lives have changed, we're we're looking at things, we're taking the opportunity to to reevaluate. The things yes. that we value and reevaluate the things that we are 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 doing not not just in our day to day life but also with with our money like with we, our money we've yes. been talking about the amount of money that people have saved this year the people who've had the luxury of a job and have been able to work and are making the mm. same money that they were making the year before and have had nothing to spend it on you know you, right, <laughs> there's exactly. only so many things that you can yeah. buy on, online and you're not spending money on dinners out like you said or vacations mm -hmm. and there's just more money sitting in some people's accounts that are needs to sort of be figured out and and i think you know 
we're, re, we're rethinking our whole lives. You know, we're thinking about, do we go back to the office? Um, what do we do? And I think we need to rethink our money also. How are we growing our money? How are we, what are we going to get when we reach that 65 years old? What's going to happen to pensions and things like that? So I think this is a whole shifting of rethinking of what we do. So when I was thinking of the topic for today, I noticed the RSP deadline, but I thought to myself, can we retire off our TFSC? Um, TFSA started, you know, the history of it started in 2009. And those of those people that were 18 then that didn't put any money in could put up to 75,500 as of today. And then every year after you can put in 6,000. So the question you have to ask yourself is, you know, is the TFSA for me? Um, can I, can I save enough money in there to retire when I'm 65? And what are the pros and cons of doing things like that? Um, so when I looked into TFSAs, it's really interesting what RSPs and TFSAs are. Of all the um, TFSA holders in Canada, one third of them are under 40. You know, 14 million 601,000 people hold TFSAs and they're under, you know, they're under 40 years old. That's interesting. So they're people who have grown up sort of with the TFSA as mm -hmm. a thing that exists. And it's probably, yeah. you know, when you think about it, I started putting money aside and working and stuff before TFSAs even TFSA. existed. So I've got this balance, but it'd be interesting to see how many people who are younger than me who would look at an RSP as being something that's something that my dad did. That's something my grandfather did. There's well, no it, sense in doing any. Well, interesting like that enough. Myself. Right. Well, people between age 40 and 65, 40% of those people hold TFSAs. And it's really interesting that people that are over 65, only 25% of those people hold the TFSA. So it just goes to show that the TFS, the RSP, you know, it, it's an old, it's an old, not an old guy thing, but it's one of those things that that's what they grew up with. And that's all you knew, right? Like you got, you grew up with, Toronto not winning the Stanley Cup, so that's okay. Always got to give me a dig, huh? <laughs> right? So you just become used to it. So you become used to being a loser. That's what you're saying. <laughs> but yeah, you, yes. you know what? I, I get your point. <laughs> so, well, think about the, you know, when you put your, and I'm not saying RSPs are bad. So, you know, people shouldn't, shouldn't get me wrong. Um, so mm -hmm. maybe after the break, I'll, I'll, I did a comparison about if you put away a thousand bucks in a TFSA versus an RSP and you wait, you know, 30 years, what happens? Perfect. We'll get into that as the show continues here. This is your life, your money. Stay tuned to Global News Radio 640 Toronto. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And welcome back to Your Life, Your Money here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I'll throw out the number where you can reach Kelvin off the air as well in just a minute. You can always visit his website though, askkelvin.ca. That's askkelvin.ca. 
dot ca and uh you know as we sort of navigate all of these the situations of people's finances mm-hmm. rsps the deadline coming up i'll keep reminding people that if they have an inkling to go and get an rsp the yeah. deadline is tomorrow at midnight so march 1st at midnight the midnight. end of monday that's the end of your that's <laughs> the end of the line for you if uh, otherwise hey you can still buy one it's just not going to count mm-hmm. against the taxes for last for, year that's right for last year yeah yeah, yeah. Um, you know, the, so the RSP and the TFSC are two opposites ends. The RSP, you put your money in, you get a tax break today. And the money compounds tax-free until you're ready to take it out. The TFSA is already taxed, money's been taxed. So you know, so there's no tax break, but you can compound the money till you're ready to take it out and don't pay any tax on the growth. So I think that's one thing that I think that a lot of people don't, Sort of get that sort of the, the the sticking point where you talk to people about it and they sort of like look at you cross-eyed a little bit and think, mm-hmm. well, when when was I taxed? So you're taxed on your income. You're taxed right. on your income from your paycheck. You're taxed on your income. That's when mm-hmm. that money has been taxed. So now it's the growth that is now the tax saving in the TFS. Right. And, and when, the R, when the tax refers started, a lot of people use it as a, as a savings account. A lot of people just put money in and took money out. But it wasn't meant for that. And, and, and in that year, the government penalized a lot of people because you have to leave the money in. You know, you can't put it in today and take it out tomorrow. All those rules we've been through because it's, you know, it started in 09. We're in 2021. So it's been time where people, shows like this or other shows or other advisors have talked about uh, the TFSA, the difference. So people are starting to use the TFSA as a long-term goal in their financial planning toolkit. Because we're living longer. The average man lives till 83. But studies have shown that we're living longer. We're living into our 90s. So our money what that we saved has to last us, you know, longer. So the TFSA is just another tool to help us build money to, to fund our retirement. Um, like I was saying before the break, you know, I, if you had $1,000, and you and you decide and you know thirty years ago is what I used. And you just and what am I going to buy, a TFSA or an RSP? If you bought the TFSA, three hundred dollars is tax, so you're only investing seven hundred dollars. If you bought an RSP, the whole thousand dollars is working for you because you don't be taxed on it. So I fast forward our lives thirty years later. I used a six percent return. Do you know that when you go to take the money out, you both get the same amount? You get $4,020. Because when you go to take the TFSA out, there's no tax. When you go to take the RSP out, you have to pay back about 1700 bucks in tax. So at the end of the day, it's the same money. So you have to look at when you're buying the RSP, how, how am I going to pay? What's more important to me now down the road? Remember when you take money out of an R, when you... When, you get, when you're older, when you're 65 you know, or 71 years old and you have to start taking the money out, a lot of things could happen to you. You could get clawed back with the old age. Um, you know, you're, um, you, could, you could be in another tax bracket and you really haven't saved any taxes. Remember, the RSP is a tax deferral where the tax-free savings account is a, ta- is a true tax saver. So look at, you know, going in and coming out, how you're, what do you want? Like, how do I, what do I want to do? Like, I guess the, the deal is either you pay now or pay 
later. What would you like to do? Um, the right. best and, that's the thing. The, and then the, the later is you don't really know exactly what your situation is going to be, especially yeah. if you've got a work pension plan, if you've got uh, other money that may be coming in an inheritance or something like that. Mm -hmm. you, you're not sure what the future is going to hold. And plus something that you always mention, Calvin, is if you're a betting man or lady, are you going to be are you going to bet that taxes are going to be higher or lower in the lower. future? So you're right. deferring your taxes right to a point when there's you know, potentially going to be higher taxes in the future where <laughs> they're trying to make up for all the money that they've had to spend on uh, CERB mm -hmm. and all the money that they've had to spend on the, the, la the last year of yeah. deficits and then the foreseeable future of deficits that the government's going to be spending money on. You know, the people that are over 55, they pretty they have a lot of money in RSVs because they were very diligent about saving money. Back then, you know, 40 years ago, um, there was really great pension plans uh, at work. You know, you put some in, the company puts some in, and you move on. So a lot of these people have accumulated well over three, four $400,000 in their RSVs by the time they hit 60. The problem is, um, you know, we want our money to grow. And money should double every eight to 10 years. So if you have 400,000 sitting in the RSV today, by the time you're 71, that's $800,000. So $800,000, when, when you turn it into a RIF, you have to take 6.2 or 7% of it out. So it's another 40 grand on top of your old age and CPP, maybe a pension that you may have. So you're really creating a big tax problem for yourself. So many people start looking at decumulation, maybe start you know, turning your RSP into a RIF right now and start taking the money out. Again, it all depends on you. Remember, I always say you need to sit down with your financial advisor and figure out, is that right for me? Many things I talk about is really, I generalize because I can't really go into any specific. And to make you think about, you know, am I doing the right thing? And talk, call your advisor and talk to them and say, you know, where are we in the scope of things? And if you don't have somebody, you know, always go to my website or give me a call. But you really need to we really need to take some time and figure out the next 10 to, uh, you know, 15, 20 years of our lives. We're fast forward your life, right? And see where you see where you're going to be when you're 60, 65, 70, whatever age you are today. Um, so, so if you're a working uh, man or woman and you're in your 50s and you're thinking about uh, retiring at some point in the next 10, 15 years, you might want to talk to your financial advisor, not just mm -hmm. about your RSP and your TFSA, no. but also about the strategy at the end of the road here where you, you've decided that you've, you're going to stop working and you're mm -hmm. going to need to start taking some income from this thing and what that's going to look like tax-wise. Right. And you may have to start accumulating your RRSPs in the near future rather than right. you know, maybe now, not, not, even, not even in 10, 15 years. I, I think our job as a financial advisor has gone beyond the stock markets. Typically, you know, maybe 30 years, 30 years ago, we'd meet a teacher and or somebody who belongs to one of those pension plans. And we'd have them load up on RSPs. Well, we didn't know 30 years ago what was going to happen today. So we don't know what's going to happen. We kind of know that taxes are going to remain the same or go up. 
So knowing those things, we should start planning now. So when I hit that 70 years old, I don't run into the problem that a 70 year old guy has person has today. So the, so we really need to be flexible. And I think us financial advisors really have to go beyond that kind of beyond the stock markets and look into people's lives about what will happen to them, you know, down the road. The, the TFSA is a very flexible thing in the sense that you could use it for short term stuff and long term. The RSP is really a long term planning tool because the minute you go to take the money out of it, you have to pay back withholding tax and then it's added to your income. The only exception is home buyers for your first time home buyer. Or if you're going back to school, you can use it to help you, you know, further your education or whatever. But those are the only two, two examples where you don't have to pay, um, you know, it, it, you have to pay back the tax, right? And that's um, sort of the design of the RRSP is so is to encourage people to, to save. save their money, right? Yes. And so it gives you a penalty yeah. if you take it out so that right. it makes it more worth your while to keep yeah. it in there for a longer amount of time. It's really a mini pension, you know, the the, um, mm -hmm. the RSP. So if you treat it that way, then sure, go ahead and buy it and manage it properly. And then look at other things in your life. You know, the ideal world is to maybe have both. And maybe after the break, we can talk about having, you know, both kind of balance in your life. We'll continue talking about your TFSAs, your RSPs. Can you retire on that TFSA coming up here on Your Life, Your Money? You can call Kelvin anytime off the air at 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. And don't forget to visit his website, askkelvin.ca. That's ask K E L V I N. .ca. More of Your Life, Your Money continuing here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Here reached the halfway point of the show. There's still a lot more and there's still time to get on the line and get a hold of Kelvin live on the air here. We've been talking about RRSPs. The deadline is tomorrow at midnight, and we've been talking about TFSAs and how you can retire using that tax-free savings account as opposed to an RRSP or maybe a balance, and that's something we'll continue to talk about here in this segment. Don't forget, you can always check out Kelvin's website, askkelvin.ca. That's ask, K-E-L-V-I-N.ca. But let's go to the phones now. We've got Benjamin in Toronto who's got a question about riffs. Hey, Benjamin, thanks so much for giving us a call. Yes. Uh, hello, this is Benjamin, and I'm glad you took my call. Uh, my question is, uh, if you have an RSP and it goes into a RIF, is there any, well, what is the percentages that the government allow you to take out, or can you take out at least half of it if you need it? Uh, uh, is there any way around it, or, or you're stuck until you die with this uh, RIF? Hey Benjamin, good morning. Yes, that's the problem with the with the riff is that uh, once you start riffing it at seventy one or whatever age you may start it at, um, if you the more you take, the more you're going to pay tax on. Um, so it's stuck with you forever. You can There's nothing you can really do. Um, but again, okay. if you need the money, take it. You know. 
just take it uh, from the rent, but you end up paying the tax on it. Right. One thing you could do is if you, I mean, if you're taking it, maybe you, because you need it to live on, there's nothing you can you can do. If you're taking it out and you really don't need the money and you have room in your RSPs, maybe you want, in your tax savings story, you might want to take an extra bit out and put it in the tax saving and try over the over time to make up the tax that you have to pay back. So, no, the problem. Go ahead. go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, no, I was I was going to ask you uh, on that is uh, this ref. Uh, you're only allowed a certain amount to take out, and I took out more uh, uh, one time. I think it was six thousand on this thing, and they told me I had to pay that back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the thing is, you can. There's a minimum that you have to take out. You can take as much as you want, but there's a minimum that you have to take. Um, and you're right. The, the more you take out of it, you have to pay a lot of it back. That's why I'm trying to talk about when you, you know. And you, another thing is, with that ref, I mean, the RSP, you use it through your uh, your life, you know, for. Mm-hmm. Uh, investments, but mm. when you you uh, you use it for the tax deduction, but that's a waste of time too because at the end you're going to have to pay the piper and pay the taxes on the damn stuff anyway. So and as far as I'm concerned, I I don't I'm not a fan of those RSPs. I agree, totally agree with you, 100%. Because you only pay the piper when you start to take it out, and it's too late. There's nothing you can do. So you're. Great example of the kind of people I'm talking about. So don't, if yeah, you're listening, exactly. you know, don't do what Benjamin did. Sit down with your advice. Oh, yes, yes. Well, thank you. No, I uh, I quite understand it now. Then I got to leave it there and just draw from it uh, the limit, whatever they give me, you know, yes. 10 or 12,000 a year. That's right. On this uh, uh, stuff. So anyway, uh, well, somebody will, be, somebody will be happy when I got one foot in the grave now. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, Benjamin. We I hope that you're uh, around for a lot longer and you keep listening to us. If you've got any more questions and you want to follow up with Kelvin, don't uh, feel free to give him a call off the air at 416-457-7526. Benjamin, thank you so much for calling. Stay well. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. Thanks. And and that's the problem that many people have that when they when you get older and you you know so maybe turning the money into a riff maybe do it earlier than when you think and be strategic mm-hmm. about what you do, you know? So a lot, the TFSA, a TFSA will not impact your eligibility for old age. You know, that's why a lot of Canadians are becoming more excited about building their money in a TFSA rather than in an RSP. So a lot of things we have to think about. If you, so let's say you retired and you're 65, right? And you and let's assume a couple of things. You get six hundred dollars from your old age, from your CPP. Uh, you get six hundred dollars. So you get six hundred dollars from each old age and CPP. You get um, twenty four hundred dollars coming in every 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 month, right? So let's say you retire at sixty five and you got, you know, you're gonna live for twenty years. So you're gonna spend. $576,000 over your retirement years. That's $2,400 times 12 times 20 years. Over those 20 years, you're going to earn $305,000 from your CPP in your old age. So, you, so it's going to leave you, so you're going to be short $270. You follow? 
so far, I hope, yeah. <laughs> so how do we make up that $270,000 shortfall? So the question is, can you, can your TFSA cover that gap? So the answer is, you have to do the math. Remember, I always say, some people lie, but math never lies. So you have to look at your strategy and see where you are today. So let's say, let's say you're 60 years old, right? And you have, and you put in your 75,500 in your RSP, in your TFSA, and every year you're gonna add 6,000 to it. And you left the money alone for 15 years, right? You're, sorry, you're, 60, you're 50 years old, you're gonna leave it for 15 years, and you max the, the TFSA and you put in 6,000 every year. And if you earned a 5% return on that money, you will have $292,000. So yes, you will, you will cover the shortfall. If you use the financial advisor, you typically get a 3% higher return, studies have shown. So let's say that same time frame and you got an 8%, well, you will have $415,000 in your TFSA, all tax-free. So it takes about 14 years, 15 years, to get to where you want to get to. So no matter where you are in your age, if you have a line of credit, if you can borrow money, things like that, to put into your TFSA, then maybe use that as a, as a planning tool for when you hit that 60, 65 years old or 70, so you don't run into the problem like Benjamin had said, you know? So be strategic about how you plan your money life. Not just take it for granted that, man, I'm gonna put all my money in my RSP and get my tax saving today. So you know how the deadline is tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Most people wait till today, till tomorrow to buy the RSP. So we know people are not buying RSPs for, for we know people are buying RSPs for the wrong reason. They're buying it to save the tax today because they're not doing any planning. You can't wait till the last minute to buy, to, to plan out your money life. You got to do it throughout the year. So be strategic about how we plan our, our, our money. You know, maybe, like I said, you want to, maybe take some money out of the RSP, pay a little bit of the tax today and put it in the TFSA and let that accumulate over time. So you, you paid on one hand, but you made it back on the other. That's how we want to start thinking about our money. See, before, the, before uh, 2009, the only way we could save money um, not, you know, was, a, was a plan for retirement was an RSP. But a lot of things have changed. And as us financial advisors started to learn more and more and more about it and seeing the problems that a 70-year-old person has, well, we really have to try and change our strategy on what happens. Because now we know. We know what happens. We know you have to pay back the money. And some people are really mad because they don't have the, the money to pay, to pay back. So they're stuck in that. They're stuck in that revolving door. Do I take more money out of my, my uh, RIF to pay the tax? And if I do, I'm gonna have a bigger problem next year. So it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And that's what we're trying to avoid as we plan into the future. We're seeing you know, a generation ahead and you can see the sort of, you can plan ahead by learning from other people's mistakes and learning from other people's experiences that mm -hmm that they're, they're, you don't have to make those same mistakes and you can 
find a better way. And for forever, there wasn't another way, right? Everyone had to just put their money into an RSP exactly. and finally yeah. put it in there and, and put it aside. Otherwise, you're just putting it in a piggy bank or doing some investments, I guess, on your mm-hmm. own, but not getting that tax benefit in the moment. And, right. and now we have that TFSA as an option. And it just seems to me to be a, a superior option in a lot of ways. Now, I'm not the financial advisor here at the table, but I, I I try and have a bit of a balance and, like you said, not plan at the last minute. I try and do an automatic withdrawal mm-hmm. into my RSP and then another one into my TFSA. I could probably do a little bit more planning with it, and that's where a financial advisor comes into effect, right? Because right. it's you know, for me, it's autopilot. For a lot of people, it's autopilot. Or a lot of people, they're just rushing and trying to do things at a deadline. Whereas if you have an advisor on your side, there's someone managing that money throughout the mm-hmm. year. Right, exactly. And that's why I say, sit down and plan out your life, whether it be it an RSP or a TFSA or, or whatever you wish to do. But have some strategy, you know, for yourself. Have a, you know, a three, five, 10, 15 year plan for yourself. So that when you get there, you're not worried, you know, we, we have too much stress in our lives, eh? So we need to reduce the financial stress. And maybe after the break, we'll chat maybe a little bit more about, about what you should, things that you can do to relieve some of that problems that you have, money problems that you may have. And that uh, financial stress, I'm sure, keeps a lot of people up at night, you know, people waking up in the middle of the night and not being able to get back to sleep, dealing mm-hmm. with that stress. What am I going to do? What's retirement going to look like? How am I going to pay these taxes? How am I going to make it? And I find when you've got a stressful situation like that, the best thing you can do is talk it out. And that's what we try and do here with your life, your money. And if you need to uh, someone to talk it out with. Call Kelvin, 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. And you can always visit the website, askkelvin.ca. That's askkelvin.ca. More of your life, your money, continuing here on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And thank you for making us part of your weekend. I'm Chris Creston, joined as always by Kelvin, the money guy. And this hour we've been talking about, of course, RRSPs as the deadline fast approaches. You've got to make sure if you want this to count for this uh, past tax year, you've got to make sure you invest in those RRSPs. Uh, by midnight Monday, midnight tomorrow. Mm-hmm. That's the uh, deadline for that. Otherwise, the TFSA is something you, you know, you've already paid the taxes on. So right. that's something that you uh, can invest in all year round. And hey, you can invest in the RSP all year round too. It's just everyone chooses to do it at the 11th hour right, right before the deadline. I, I think the only the only consistent thing with RSPs and TFSA, if you, if you put them beside each other, is the investment vehicle that you use. So be it whether you buy an RSP or a TFSA, make sure that the investment that you have is adhered to your risk tolerance. Make sure you're, you're revisiting it all the time and, and, and really making it grow either one, either, either way, right? Um, and, you know, and use a financial advisor. In, in the U.S., uh, 8% of Americans are millionaires, Right. And when they surveyed them, they found out that I think it was 93 or 94% of them 
have a financial planner. So there's some consistencies there, you know. Numbers and statistics really don't lie. I think you need to go with the, with the stats and see where you are in your life today. So whatever, whatever vehicle you, you use to help you plan your retirement, at the end of the day, it's an individual thing, and it, and it really does. It depends on you. The bottom line is you should have both TFSAs and RSPs. The TFSA makes sense virtually for everyone, but the RSP becomes increasingly relevant if you're if you're in a high income or you're or you know or you maxed out your TFSA. So just make sure when you're buying TFSAs and um, RSPs you figure out what type of investments you want to hold in there. Um, so one is, in my opinion, this is my opinion, I think the TFSA is a better way to go um, because of all the things we said in the beginning of the show. So when you, everything depends on your income now and in the future. So if your income is below 50000 don't buy the RSP because you're not getting any big tax break. If your income is, you know, 80,000 plus, maybe you want to buy the RSP, um, but only buy enough to cover whatever taxes that you didn't, that you have to pay back. Don't, don't uh, you know, overload on, on, the, uh, on the RSP because you're just going to have to pay back whatever tax you, savings you got today. So again, be very strategic about what you do. The time frame is really short. It's only tomorrow. So there's not a lot of thinking to do. So remember, to cover $1,000 of taxes owed, you need to buy, rule of thumb, you need to buy about $3,000 worth of RSPs. So maybe use that math to figure, to do a quick calculation on do I really need to do it. Maybe you want to pay the $1,000 in taxes and take the $3,000 and grow it in a TFSA and invest it wisely and make back the thousand over a period of time. Now you're further ahead. So that's the kind of thinking that I think we need, that we need to do. Do the math, always do the math about whatever you choose to do. What, whatever in life you look to do, buy a car, a house, whatever you wanna do, always sit down and do, do the math. I always say, you know, live your life forward and your money life backwards. So I am 50 years old today. In 15 years from now, I'm gonna retire. My CPP is X amount, my old age is X amount. My shortfall is going to be whatever that number is. So how do I grow my money? In an RSP or a TFSA? What's gonna give me a better bang for my buck in 15 years from now and beyond? Because remember, the RSP will always be a taxable thing when you go to, when you go to take it out. And the, and the TFSA will always be a non-taxable thing. So how do I choose to do it? Best bet is both, but some people can't afford both. So maybe be strategic, or maybe you wanna, instead of buying the 3000 in RSPs, maybe you wanna buy 1500 and pay 500 in tax and put 1500 in a TFSA and try and make back the 500 that you paid in tax. And now you've, now you won the game. That's the kind of things that I think we want to start thinking about as we go forward. And I think that one of the things about the TFSA that uh, personally I really like is the flexibility that it offers and the ability to say, well, I'm going to 
put some money in here, watch it grow for maybe 10 years and start planning ahead and saving for maybe it's going to be a renovation. Maybe it's going to be a big mm-hmm. family vacation. Maybe it's going to be something that you're going to put money aside, let it grow, and then take some of it out, take some of the yes. earnings out of it and not have to pay a big fee and pay some penalty on it. Well, that's the, the, the beauty behind it. You know, when you compare the RSV and the TFSA, you don't get a tax deduction on the money you contribute to, to, to your TFSA but the money grows tax-free so that when you take it out, you don't pay a tax. When you buy the RSV, it compounds tax-free, just like your TFSA. The difference is you have to pay back the tax. So the question is, do I pay now or do I pay later? What would I like to do? And that's the question you have to sit down with your advisor and figure out where you are in your life and what do you want to do. And if you do that successfully, over time, you'll be fine. The RSP has an expiry date. The TFSA has no expiry date. So in the last minute that's left, remember the deadline is tomorrow, but really think about, do I need to buy this RSP? Um, and and you sit down and plan your money life out and you'll be fine. Terrific. Thank you so much, Kelvin. I always learn something when we're talking about this stuff here. And every every year I'm uh, at, at this time, we talk about RSPs and TFSAs. And I think more and more people are probably making wiser and wiser decisions, having access to your big money brain. And if you want access to all of Kelvin's knowledge and his years of experience helping other people with their money, feel free to reach out to him anytime at 416 416- Four five seven seven five two six. That's four one six four five seven plan. And you can visit his website, askkelvin.ca. That's ask K E L V I N dot C A. Thanks again for another great show, Kelvin. Great. Thank you, Chris. And stay tuned to Global News Radio six forty Toronto. The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. Opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto.